I found Dr. Kunchiku Ngozi through a story I was working on for the alligator about a Black History Month event hosted by the Bailey Learning and Arts Collective. And she was a artist that was going to be presenting her work there. And she was telling me about her, you know, the project that she was presenting at that Black History Month event. And it was amazing. It it immediately caught my eye and piqued my interest. So I definitely thought that it spoke to something bigger at play, which, you know, a lot of great art does. So I really wanted to feature her and I wanted to feature these cemeteries. And can you take me through your reporting process and some of the information that you learned? For that story, actually, about the Black History Month event, I had spoken to a number of artists, each for about maybe 10, 15 minutes each. But with Dr. Ngozi, I ended up speaking with her for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And I would go on to speak with her at length uh, many, many more times, probably maybe four more times that I would go on to speak with her and learn more about her projects and meet her and interview her and things like that. So that was really interesting. And through that, I was introduced to historians, Nigel Rudolph and Karen Kirkman, who have been especially interested in these African-American cemeteries in Alachua County. And so I reached out to them. We sort of traded information and things like that about, you know, what I was working on and what they had been working on in terms of the cemeteries. And they are so knowledgeable. Their information was great. And then through that, I reached back out to Terry Bailey, who is a big fan of Dr. Ngozi. And I realized that Bailey also had family members that were buried at one of the cemeteries I had visited because I visited many of these cemeteries throughout reporting on them. I visited at least five, I believe. She had relatives at one of the worse off cemeteries that I saw. And it was really engaging to speak with her about that. And I mean, I can't imagine if I had a family member and you go to visit them and you see their gravesite is not in the, you know, in the way that you would want it to be to honor their memory and things like that. So I found the story very intriguing and very sad at times, but it all has a silver lining, whereas like somebody is trying to memorialize them. And can you tell me a little bit more about Ngozi's project and what her experiences have been like working on it? Dr. Ngozi has visited about... I believe more than 30 of these cemeteries and some of them are very hard to get to. She described to me driving miles through dirt roads and trekking through waist high grasses to get to these headstones and get to these cemeteries. And so she would find these cemeteries through research or word of mouth and she would take pictures of them, dozens of pictures. After that, she would go home, she would um, sort of place them together in a panorama type of view. And then after that, she would separately from that, those digital photos, she would paint physically characters that are dressed in ways that represent how these people would have dressed when they were alive. So she did that. And then after painting that, she would digitize those characters and it's very complicated process because you have to make sure that the pixels line up with the with the photo so it looks like they actually belong there and not that you just kind of you know sloppily paste them on 
And so she would make sure all the pixels are correct. And then she would place those digitally over her photos. And this whole process, combing through the pictures, because of anybody who takes pictures or takes photographs professionally or otherwise knows that sometimes you just take way too many, more than you need. So it takes a long time to sort of, you know, pick out the ones that are the best and to show the entire cemetery, or as she says, the entire community and sort of get a sense of who these people were when they were alive. And these characters are vibrantly painted. I mean, you can see her talent and yeah, they're never sad. They're never, you know, moping around. Ironically, they're just living their lives. Going back to the general concept of abandoned African-American cemeteries, how have people in Alachua County in the state of Florida been trying to protect these cemeteries? In 2021, Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill that established a 10-person task force to set up recommendations and find these these cemeteries. As of January 1st, they have a list of recommendations that are to sort of better maintain these cemeteries, better find them, better use resources to make sure that they don't, you know, fall victim to the Florida jungle, as Nigel Rudolph would say. So that's been in the works. I know that here in Gainesville, at least, They recently, as of, I believe, last year, hired a preservation expert of some kind in the the government. I've spoken to her for previous stories, and she is a serious woman about preservation, uh, cultural preservation, historical preservation, things like that. So as far as Florida goes, there are laws and legislation in place to find these cemeteries and maintain them. It's just a matter of actually getting out there and, and finding them and taking care of them. And what's something you learned that surprised you or stood out to you? There are cemeteries everywhere. That really surprised me. Doing the research for this and finding that the Zion Cemetery in Tampa, which had a whole apartment complex built over it, I was not aware of that story until researching this. It just surprised me that the effects of institutionalized discrimination and racism don't even stop for those that are dead. The consequences of institutionalized racism and Jim Crow, not even the dead can escape that. And that it was really jarring to realize that these places are not, were never really given a proper chance to be protected and be a place where ancestors can go for generations and visit their relatives and things like that. The lack of documentation really blew my mind. What would you say is the significance or biggest takeaway people should have from your story? I think for a lot of us, especially people my age, I'm 21 and death isn't really on the mind that much. And I don't say I think about cemeteries a whole lot. And I I think that racism within cemeteries is something that completely didn't cross my mind whatsoever. And I think it's that the effects of Jim Crow and the effects of institutionalized racism follow the living and the dead and the consequences are generational. And so much so that we're still dealing with the effects of Jim Crow, which was quite a while ago. And I think that speaks volumes. But beyond the the racism, I think that Queen Chiku Ngozi's work is beautiful. It's lively. And it reminds us that these people were alive once. They had lives, they had family, and they deserve to be remembered and memorialized. 
Is there anything else you'd like to add or feel people should know about? I feel that all over the South, we're going to be finding more cemeteries that were, you know, either not documented and therefore built upon or and things like that. I think we're going to be finding cemeteries 